Brothers and sisters, it's time for Angel Repair Juice. Henry, Henry, wake up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't hit the button. What? You didn't hit the button. The music didn't play. I don't hit the button. That, that, that's your job, man. No, wait a minute. What is it, why is it always my job? I'm the one that hits the button on the first part. I thought we discussed this. We never discussed this. No, you were supposed to. I was supposed to hit the button for the like the music for the Angel Repair Juice part, and I hit that part, and you were supposed to hit the part for the for the music to play. I recall no discussion about the hitting of the button for the music. Uh, this, listen, no, that isn't true at all. You. I, See, now we're recording. We're even doing this live. Now, how are we supposed to redo this? I'm just going to have to do this. Hey, 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 I wasn't the one who forgot to push the button. Okay. Yeah, no, you were. So I guess I'm going to have to do this. I'm just going to back this up just a little bit, and we can make a cut whenever we actually do the podcast part. Okay, ready? Dude, you you didn't push the button. (sighs) You're right. I didn't hit the button. So you made me you made me nervous. Now listen to you. This, this is how it always is with you. You always get some make me so nervous like that. I mean, come on. I hit the I was gonna hit the button. Alright, let's try this again. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm let's try sorry, this. Man. Let's try this one more time, alright? And you don't seem to understand. Ah, that's a little bit. Yeah. Ah, that's Music to my ears. Oh, but you know the volume stuff. Oh. And welcome to another edition of Angel Repair Juice. I'm Henry Volk. And my name is Matthew Pancake. You're listening to a program with a unique perspective on anime. Anime from a Lutheran perspective. The niche is... Good. The niche is life. Reaching over and making sure that everything's balanced out. Yes, it's been a few weeks since we've been on... I don't know exactly who to bl- well actually I know who to blame for last week um he's going to remain nameless for now but uh, <laughs> for now actually he's going to remain nameless from now on there's, there's no point in, in bringing that up because something I had to do last week was important and it got in the way and I don't know what you know I had to go and I had to go and raise my hand is what it was I wasn't going to be a delegate or anything, but you know we were voting for delegate for the LCMS convention, the big one for next year. Lay and pastoral delegates, and you know they have a forum where they vote, and I'm like, okay, I vote for this guy, and then you know, and I had to go to Timbuktu to do it, so we didn't get to do a program. But there is a reason why we didn't do one previously, and that's because Henry was where. At the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Yeah, and you, you and from the way you described it, you had a blast. It, so it, it was a blast. Uh, you and you told me that you got to see from at least from a distance, you got to see Adam West. Yes, I did. At at what you said was his final. It was really his his last convention. That was his, yeah. It was his last convention ever, and it was also his birthday. Uh, that Saturday, he, oh, yeah? he had turned seventy nine. Really? He's that old? I guess I guess he would be, wouldn't he? If if not older, um maybe 80. And he's still doing conventions at 79 years old. Wow. Yeah. See, now you got to cross-reference and see who's the oldest conventioner. Is it Bill Shatner or is it Adam West? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so which is it, Henry? You should know these uh, things. Well, Bill Shatner, I do believe is older actually. He's in his 80s. Yeah. Let, let me let me look this up. I, I it's going to gnaw at me. 
Okay, well, while you're doing that, I'm going to do some of the contact info thing here. See, we do have a page on Facebook. And that's one of those pages that's, you know, the famous kind of page, Angel Repair Juice. All you got to do is go on Facebook and put that in. You'll find that and you'll also find a group. You'll also find Angel Repair Juice at WordPress.com. We don't have a straightup.com yet. We're working on that. And we also have an email address and it goes like this Angel Repair Juice PC. PC stands for podcast, by the way. Angel Repair Juice PC at gmail.com. If you send us an email there, um, and here's the thing though, um, I haven't actually checked the email in a while. I wonder if Henry has. I wonder if he's got um, I, I checked it. A you know, few we did all this ago. show notes stuff and we forgot all about that. Yeah. We're back. I had checked it a couple days ago and there wasn't anything in there. Oh. Yeah. But I see that happens if you don't start, if you don't get, uh, if you don't. Yeah. Get regular. Yeah. <laughs> so many ways. We're not talking that. about like Duralax. Yeah, right? we're not talking about that, but you know, we got to. You got to. Duralax. Really? I found out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't script this stuff, folks. <laughs> okay. Speaking my, of Duralax, what? Speaking of Duralax, this, this is my segue into the the Adam West real age. So I was wrong, man. Adam West is older. He, he is. Turned, he turned 87. Oh, whoa. 87 years old. It's no man. wonder he's retiring. 87 yeah, years old and he's still been hitting the conventions. I, I mean, he, he looked old. Well, he, I mean, he has milked that Batman thing like you would not believe then. Wow. Yeah, 87. 87. I mean, good for him. I, mean, I, should, really. I should look him up on Facebook and Twitter and say congratulations because that's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Wow. Really okay. Speaking of Duralax, now how did you get that connection? <laughs> how did you get that connection? Oh. Let's not even all right, all right, all right, all right. Today, today the news roll is out. Okay, because we had a new idea, but we can't actually do that yet because the new fall season just started. We kind of um, Henry and I got together and we agreed that the news roll is kind of cool, but yeah, at the end of the day, people kind of want to know about anime. And I figure that if people don't mind, and since they don't take every every recommendation we get, you know, here's what you do. We'll do the fall season spoiler recap. <laughs> and every week we're going to do something that's like the news roll, except that instead of it being news articles, it's going to be this is what happened on this week's episode of whatever it is we happen to be watching. And we got a list, and let me see, uh, it says... I will read Henry's and Henry will read mine. Well, actually, I haven't got everything on my list here, but this is, oh, all, okay. this is all that I put in for the time being because the fact of the matter is, is I got to see, you know, I've got a long list and I haven't really gone through it to say, hmm, this one actually looks like, you know, like I did last season, you know, all of those wound up being top 20 hits. So, you know, just, I'm not trying to do that again, but I'm the, I am at least trying to fix it so that I can stand to watch them. So... <laughs> I'm going to read Henry's. It says, Henry will be watching, colon, Pixels as it comes out on October 15th. You know what? Yeah. You have a problem. Didn't we stage an intervention about this already? No, no. You you staged an intervention for Seinfeld, not not Pixels. Uh, Are you sure it wasn't for Pixels? Because I think we've got to do one for Pixels. We've got to like, Uh, brother, listen, brother, we, we love you. We really do. But you've got a problem. We think you like this Pixels movie way too much. 
has a pixels problem. Hello, my name is Henry, and I have gone 14 days without watching pixels. <laughs> and hand claps. Because understand, yeah, hand claps. It's a good job, Henry. Good job. Golf clap. Yeah. Um, Next day, have a relapse. Because the fact of the matter is, is this man has spent money in theaters to watch this movie. I haven't seen it yet. I I haven't seen it yet. It is possible that it's one of those potential cult hits that you know everybody's going to wind up loving just because you know it is it is what it is. You know, it's. Wait, wait, how how did I describe it? It's like Tron. I don't remember. Like Tron with a hangover, watching Good Burger. Is that? watching good burger i don't even know i don't remember that description but anyway i i am going to read off um i'm going to read off uh henry's list here he's going to be watching the gundam show keto senshi by the way whenever you say that senshi it's the n is almost silent senshi i found out Uh, senshi gundam and uh that's first time gundam's been on for a while um, do you smell reboot just going on all over the place, Henry? I mean, you know, um, there's been there's been um, you know the Sailor Moon reboot. We've mm-hmm. got we've got uh, back on the air. Um, um, I don't know why I can't remember it. Uh, Dragon Balls, Dra- uh, Dragon yeah. Ball Super for the first time in in centuries. Um, now we've got Gundam, we've got Gundam back. Um, that's just I think that's impressive. He's gonna be well, watching Young Black Jack as well. Yeah. Um, and and he's also going to be watching the Shingeki. It's Kyojin Shogaku, and that's was would be uh, uh, Titan High School, which is yeah. now. Here's the thing: you you whenever I originally mentioned this, you were sort of yeah, a little cool to it, but then suddenly you said, "Oh, this has got it. This is going to be good." Yeah. <laughs> suddenly you were like, "Oh, so." I mean, I mean they're so kawaii. I mean, they're they're so cute looking. I mean. <laughs> You know? <laughs> well, no, and here's the thing, though it's it's a manga first, um, and this is a good way. But you gotta you gotta look out because sometimes these little these little side programs like this, sometimes they dwarf the originals. So you gotta be careful that that can happen. So you know, I'm just saying. Now you want to read yeah. my, now you want to read my list. Yeah, um, Matthew is watching Boys in Love. <laughs> Um, you're reading the wrong list. <laughs> high school romance. You're not even looking at the right. You're not even look. You know. Okay. I asked you a little while ago, which one of us is going to be watching? What was it? It's high school. Oh, where is it? I've lost it now. This was this, and you said uh, nobody. Uh, oh yeah, here it is. High school star musical. <laughs> <laughs> Then we already have a bad copy of that here in America. <laughs> well, we've got High School Musical, but it's High yeah. School Star Musical over there. Oh, okay. But it stars all boys, so there you go. Oh. So oh, yeah, we yeah, yeah, both of us are are already like going. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, so, I mean, so, even if it wasn't all boys, I, I still wouldn't watch it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what's my real list? Yeah. Okay, and don't your make real me, list. And don't make me uh, one punch you. Come on. Yeah. Oh, a spoiler! Spoiler. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Matthew's actual list is number one, Lance and Masks. Number two, One, one Punch Man. <laughs> and number three, Onsen Yusei Hakone-chan. Okay, and that would, that would be Bath Fairy. 
by the way. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it, it would be Hot Springs Ferry specifically, but uh, they, they would understand it is that's the bath, you know, the hot springs. So it's, it's a ferry that lives in the hot spring. Yeah. Well, it's the it's it's supposedly the the kami of the hot springs um, uh-huh. has been a, has been asleep for a really, really long time and has just awakened and takes the form of a girl, and it's supposed to be like mayhem from there. So I'm I'm going to see what it's uh-huh. like. But I already uh, it it premiered yesterday. I I watched just before the show. Watched a little bit of One Punch Man, and I love that. There's all this mayhem going on. There's destruction. There's buildings falling down. There's there's um, you know, defense force guys freaking out. You know, screaming, going, "It's over! It's the end of the world!" And then it zooms back, and and there's One Punch Man watching on the screen all the mayhem and goes, huh, I guess I'll go. <laughs> and he shows up and this big, and I'm, I mean really tall, muscle-bound, strange, purple guy, you know, is about to reach out and crush this little girl, right? She's like crying and, you know, because the world's falling apart around her and he starts to clasp his hand around and suddenly she vanishes and there's like that flash you know that blurred flash that goes on then off to the side he's he's one punch man has pulled her aside and he turns around and the big guy asks him so who are you and he says i'm just a guy who likes to be a hero for fun (laughs) (laughs) and and the guy says and and the, the the big villain thing says i don't know what it is yet because i only watched like a few minutes of it and it says he says, well, and, and close your ears, folks, because this is what he says. Well, what kind of half-assed backstory is that? <laughs> and then he makes him mad. He does something to, like, like get one punch man moving. So he reaches out with one, oh, boom, punches him. Head spins around. Pieces flying everywhere. And one punch man staring at his fist and goes, no, not again. Not again. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because that's his problem. Is he, he's doing this for fun, but it's not really fun because every battle ends that quickly. <laughs> See, I I thoroughly disagree. Yeah, it's like it's like when you play like Street Fighter. It's no fun on hard. You just get your butt kicked. That's yeah, but one punch. Come on. Oh yeah, that'd be the best. It'd be like like you play through the whole thing like. Probably under a minute, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, but there's no a while. There's no fun in that. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. There's... I don't know. That'd be, that'd be pretty awesome. All right, all right, fine then. So let me see what kind of time we got here. We're actually, oh, excuse me, we're at 15 minutes. Oh, okay. So well. since we've basically gone through what we thought would take a half an hour, won't we take our break now? And yes. come back, and then we'll have extra time to be able to talk about you. You want to talk about the con, and I want to talk about something that someone pointed out. Yeah, they didn't send an email, but they told me through um, Facebook. I thought you guys were going to give a Lutheran perspective on anime. <laughs> we did several episodes where we really didn't, oh. where we really didn't do that. So I'm going to try and do that again. Okay. So what you want to you want to take the break now? Let's go ahead. All righty. So in just a few moments, we'll be back with more Radical Grace. Radical Grace. Wow. See, I've been doing that such a long time. It's going to be radical. Yeah. It's radical angel repair juice. Stick with us and we'll be back and we'll actually talk about anime from a Lutheran perspective. 
Nishimura here at Indiana Comic Con, and you're listening to Angel Repair Juice. Welcome back to Angel Repair Juice. See, I want to say it that way because of you. You've always you you you, you for for anybody that doesn't realize this, the the whole intro, the way the the intro works for the show is actually Henry's idea. He was the one that came up with the idea of having like the sounds like the guy all rise for Angel Repair Juice, like it's you know, like it's some sort of strange and it is strange uh, church service. So you know. And every time I hear Angel Repair Juice, every time I see it, whenever I think of it, it's, it's Angel Repair Juice. See, I grew up in a church where in, there were people who sounded like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Because we're, we're talking not Appalachian Mountains, but, you know, on the foothills of it in Ohio, Taze River Valley, that area where it's mostly Baptist churches. Yep, I was, I was, see, I almost slipped right back, I almost slipped right back into it. If I let it go, it starts, I start to sound like I did when I, back when I lived back home. Moved to Florida and you, and you sound like a hick if you do that. So I try and, and flatten that out a little bit <laughs> so, because I just don't want to hear it. Although one of these days, I'm sure I'll give that up. Maybe. Yeah, you know, this can right here, this would be so much better if it were a beer. Is there anything beer can't fix? <laughs> That's exactly right. Now I can hear somebody, but I can hear somebody right now say, "Now wait a second, you're just talking about beer. I thought you said your guys' show was bringing a gospel perspective to anime. No, no, I didn't say gospel perspective. I said Lutheran perspective. <laughs> I've learned a few things. I've learned a few things since since moving out of dry ohio and, and coming to to uh florida see there's a it, it's it it's strange you know there are a lot more people probably a lot more beer sold but i run into a lot fewer people who are just flat out trash drunk hmm. which is odd because you know i lived in a in in a dry um i lived in a dry county but everybody really? was was all the time getting drunk <laughs> so i it's just odd you know I don't know. I mean, we are all over the place in Ohio, so you wouldn't have to drive too far to. Well, you could go get, into town, and and see, yeah, towns yeah. could be like not, but you know, in the county it was. But people would either go. This is, this is great. You either go across the river into into Ashland, and you could buy it over there and bring it over. You know, because the the Ashland the Ashland Bridge isn't necessarily in Ironton, Ohio. Just go down 52 a little bit, go across, get your beer, take it across. Technically, it's illegal to do that, but everybody did it. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> see, if people want to drink, they're going to drink. Make it hard for them to drink, they're going to want it more. That's, you know, the law makes it worse, folks. So, Henry, do you want to talk about, um, let's see, you want to talk some about, I mean, I think you wanted to talk about Comic-Con. Yep, yeah, uh, definitely. Since uh, Comic Expo, excuse me, not Comic Con. It's not technically Comic Con. Yeah, this, um, I had, well, I have a confession, Matthew. Uh oh, this never, this never goes well when you have confessions. Your confessor, will you hear my confession? Yes. Yes, son. 
How long, is, how long has it been since your last confession, son? Probably a couple, couple months, but... Um, <laughs> 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 but I've, I've sinned. Oh, yes? How so, son? I skipped Mass go to the Cincinnati Comic Expo. You skipped Mass. Anything yes. else? Um... Nothing that I'm willing to admit on the air. <laughs> I, I feel like seal of the confessional doesn't really apply if you make your confessions on the air. You know? Oh, no? No? You know, you need to yeah. move over a little bit. I'm losing your signal. Oh, really? Yeah. There, that's better. It's already yeah. better. It's already yeah. better. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So what was cool about, I mean, we already mentioned that Adam West, was, was it's his last one. It's too bad you couldn't yeah. get close enough to say... Uh, I got I got close enough to take pictures and have someone get angry with me and tell me to stop. Uh, <laughs> you mean it was bad for you to take pictures? Yeah, you couldn't take pictures of them. Um, you know, because they want you to buy the pictures. Oh, okay. So if you, you, know, you take a picture, but yeah, you know, it was really cool because um, it's one of those things they they put out so much money for for Adam West and Burt Ward, obviously that. Um, the, the rest of the people that they brought in were somewhat unknown and um, obviously like secondary support characters. Was there a lot the of people there? Um, not well. See, because I went on Sunday, I feel like the crowds weren't as big. But that, it was pretty big, huh? It was. It was pretty big. It got pretty packed, um, probably around noon time. And um, but. Um, as I was saying, you know, they, they spent a lot of money on Adam and Bert, so they didn't have the money to bring in a lot of other big name people, with the exception of, uh, Sean Aston, who was there. Sean Aston. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I had to think for a second. Yeah. I, 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 okay. I remember. Yeah. So, but what was cool was, is that they had several characters from, uh, Back to the Future. Oh yeah. And that was like, that was my favorite movie. Like when I was a little kid, uh, so much so that I actually changed my name to Marty McFly. And I would only answer to Marty. Um, and I, I like watched the movie every day, act about all the scenes. So they they had the guy who played Mister Strickland. Yeah, he was there, and he was a real nice guy. Went up and shook his hand. Real nice gentleman. And then uh, they had um, Marty's girlfriend, and she was congenial, but really wanted us to buy stuff. And they had the guy who was the, the leader of the band um, in the first and second movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. So, um, But I, I didn't get to see him. Uh, then, yeah, then you always have a few Power Rangers and uh, a couple of like, horror movie people. So, I mean, I, I felt like it was smaller uh, compared to the, to the con last year. I, I didn't feel that there were as many vendors. Uh, it was laid out differently for sure. Um. But, you know, overall, it was still uh, pretty good. Uh, one thing that the, the listeners may remember is that I made an Angel Repair Juice t-shirt to wear to the convention. Uh-huh. Had a picture of our mascot that Angel Repair Juice anime from a Lutheran perspective. Then it had our all of our contact info on the back. And, um, you know, I actually... Had a few comments on it. Um, there was a there was one big anime vendor. Um, 
which I, I was kind of surprised. I, I didn't see the anime like I've seen at other conventions. There's usually not a whole lot, you know, if you, unless you go to like uh, Otakon or one of the actual anime conventions. Yeah, that's what uh, I was going to say. This isn't this isn't strictly. If Adam no. West there, it's probably not an anime convention. No, no, so. no. I mean. Um, not a lot well, of cosplaying going on, I'm sure. No, well, I mean, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of cosplay, but not anime cosplay. You know, more costumes, costuming, and um. So, well, I mean, even at comic conventions, anime is still very much a niche thing. Um, of course, you know, there's there's exceptions like the the Indianapolis Comic Con that I went to. Um, that we played. I think you're covering up your microphone there. Really? Yeah. Oh. There you go. That's better. Oh, okay. So, I mean, yeah, the, the typical comic conventions, anime is still kind of a niche thing. Uh, but there are exceptions like the Indianapolis Comic Con I went to. Um, you know, we got the soundbite from Trina Nishimura that we played. And, but, you know, usually it's still pretty small. So, like, like I was saying, to get off the tangent, they had one big anime booth where the guy, uh, I believe it was a husband and wife, and they were just selling tons and tons of anime and they had some um paraphernalia and whatnot and he took notice of the t-shirt and uh, he wanted to know like our, our website and he's like oh, that's pretty cool man you don't see a lot of anime you know from a christian perspective you don't see a lot of christians talking about anime um right and i commented back i said well at least not positively typically <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> So, in 2015, I mean, that, still, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 2015, still. I mean, so I mean, I mean, that was pretty cool. Um, people took notice of it, and I actually bought some cool anime. I got what'd you get? Um, I got all of Macross Plus. Oh yeah. Um, from that guy, right? Yeah, from the guy. Uh, my brother and I went halvesies on uh, a complete series of GTO, uh, Grand Teacher Amazuka, which is this hilarious and great series. Great teacher, Amazuka. What else did we get? Um, he, what was cool is he had like these like grab bags for like five bucks. Yeah. Like three random DVDs in them. So it had like uh, some Yu Hakusho, had some uh, Rama One Half, which I was pretty pumped about. Um, there's some, I think there was like some Dragon Ball GT uh, stuff in there as well. About a couple of those. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, so, I gotta look at the show notes, man. <laughs> there's nothing it's in the show notes. Weeks. There's there's yeah. nothing in the show notes because it says Henry. This is what it says about this segment. Henry talks about Cincy Comic Con Expo. Oh no, you gotta refresh it, man. I, I added stuff. That really? Okay, let me see yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Let me so, see here. It's been a couple weeks, guys. I mean, it's you know, I I have a hard enough time remembering what I do day to day. Yet alone what happened two weeks ago. Okay, but, well, the thing is, is I'm looking at it and say, "Oh, it's at the very bottom." It yeah, went, I, I I moved it back up though. I, I don't know what happened there. Uh, well, okay, there there it is. See, so, you know, our listeners just love listening to us talk about our technical difficulties during the show. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we we are podcasting masters, proficient and all. Uh, we are we techniques. are so good at this that we don't care anymore if we foul yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, we're so we're so we're so established. Just as, yeah, who cares? Go with that. Okay, you wore the shirt. You bought anime, and it says bought anime. Uh, one one other thing that was cool is I was walking around because I mean, there's tons of 
it's not vendor selling things per se, like merchandise, but you have a lot of artists. Yeah. Um, who, you know, they, they could have illustrated a cover for, you know, one, one comic book somewhere, or they maybe worked on this TV show, or maybe they're, maybe they just do fan art, you know? Yeah. Um, so as, as I'm walking around all these booths, I, I see someone set up with like, uh, some manga and they're signed with Tokyo pop. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they're coming back. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't so, know. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's I'm going to explain it like this. Tokyo pop is not really manga. I mean, they have manga, but they also have these manga ish looking graphic novels. Yeah. And I'm just going to say this on the air. Manga and anime is not a style. It's not, it's not, um, it's, it's not a style. It's not a, like an aesthetic thing. It's, it's a geographical thing. Yeah. So if it's not made in Japan, it's not anime. Care. It's yeah. not anime, it's not manga. So it's, but there, you know, it, there is an anime quote unquote style. You just know it when you see it. So, um, I, I see these manga-ish looking graphic novels on the table, and I see that she's signed with Tokyo Pop, and her name is Ellen Shriver, and yeah. she did the Vampire Kisses manga. I know nothing about this manga, um, but I did try to get an interview with her, and you know, I have this microphone app on my iPhone, and I swear it had never done this to me before in my life, but every like three seconds, an ad would pop up, and I would lose it. Huh. Uh, it, it, it had never done that before. Um, and it drove me absolutely crazy. I don't know how many times we tried to, to record this, uh, little quick interview, but the app just wasn't having it. And, um, so Ellen, if you're out there listening, sorry, didn't get your interview on the show. Um, but you know, that, that was for really fu- different. See, for future reference, there's a way that you can get around that. And, and here's, here is something that anybody that's got this on their, on their phone, and I don't care what kind of app it is, it serves up ads like that. What you do is you shut your internet off. If you turn off, if you turn off your data, you can just go at the bottom there and you can turn off the data and all that stuff. And then what happens is, is it can't serve up the ads because it can't, it can't pull them off the internet. That's a good idea. It goes black. Yep. That's, that's actually pretty smart. I wish I would have thought of that. But yeah, that's so. I mean, long story short, we didn't end up getting the interview, but it, it was still neat to see someone there who um, was signed with Tokyo Pop, even though it's not. She's not technically a you know a mangaka, as they like to say. Well, one of these times I looked at it. It seems to me like I know this thing, Vampire Kisses. It seems like I it seems like I know it. I, I mean, it just could like you know because like vamp is this it's very innocuous, right? So I mean, cause, yeah. Vampires are everywhere, but it did seem kind of um, familiar to me as well. Okay, see, now that I look it up, I do know it. Okay. I believe she also like wrote a wrote a novel. It's like a novel series. Yeah. And they did the graphic novel graphic novel series. Yeah. So I, I'm going to assume that those two things are interrelated. It says here but, that she wrote books. Yeah. And da, 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 the first book in the series, Vampire Kisses, was one of the American Library Association's young adult book picks for 2004. So that's the reason that I that I remember it. 
because it's just, you know, critical reception. And then it says manga adaptation. In 2007, the manga adaptation of Schreiber's Vampire Kisses series was published by Tokyo in Tokyo Pop's English branch. There you go. There it is. I mean, so I mean, I mean, I was still in school at that time, so I was maybe about, I don't know, fourteen. That's uh, it's too early to think, man. <laughs> um, what do you mean it's too early to think? It's two eighteen p.m. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Come on, man. It's you know All right. when, you, when you're young. Yeah, you're up at the crack of noon. Um, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, all that aside, but what really made the day perfect was that, you know, Cincinnati was, was founded by, um, a bunch of Germans. No. It, it is a very German town, Cincinnati, um, which is very evident because now that, um, October, we've at Oktoberfest, Gold Star Chili is having their uh, Oktoberfest uh, chili dogs, and those are amazing. But I digress. Um, it's a, it's a German town, and Cincinnati being a German town, uh-huh. um, how has you, a, how is that digressing? This is a Lutheran show. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it all ties in. <laughs> being being a German town and. Being a Lutheran town, because actually last Wednesday, I had the opportunity to go to Prince of Peace Lutheran Church in Over the Rhine. Oh. And it's a, it's a historic Lutheran church that's uh, fallen into disrepair. Oh, yeah? It's, it's gorgeous, because the, the pastor um, took us up into the sanctuary, and it's this, this gorgeous arch architecture, gorgeous artwork. Um the stained glass is beautiful. I actually put pictures of this on Facebook. Um, yeah, they had this gorgeous altar with uh, statues of each of the four evangelists. Absolutely beautiful, but it's fallen in disrepair. Uh-huh. And it's been vacant for 30 years, I believe he said. And it's one of those things where they, they had water damage, wind damage, and the, the paint's chipping off, but they have to get rid of all the paint because it's all lead paint anyways. Um, but, it, but it is, it's just this magnificent church and now they're rehabilitating it, but it's mainly a, a mission and they, what, um, the pastor does and what the church does is that they mainly do outreach to the poor and the homeless in Cincinnati. So our church group went down and we provided food for them for their Wednesday night service, uh, in which they, they helped feed the poor and the homeless. And it was, it was just really awesome. So, I mean, there's, Cincinnati is a, is a German town. A lot of Lutherans, a lot of German Catholics, and so we have a huge Oktoberfest um, every year. And in this thing, I had actually never been to it because um, it, it was going on last year when I went to the Cincy Comic Expo. So uh, we were all pretty hungry. We went down and looked around, and it just kept on going and going and going for blocks and blocks. And I mean, the food was just incredible. Uh, I mean, the food was incredible. Comic-Con was incredible. But, but what was, like, really funny was is I met this Hindu, like, street preacher, right? A Hindu street preacher. A Hindu street preacher. So this young... Okay, paint that picture for me, okay? Okay, well, uh, it's probably not what you think. It's some young white kid in his 20s. Okay. 
walking around handing out books about yoga. Okay. So. Uh, he, okay, go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. So, so he's like talking to Andy and Andy leaves and he's like, uh, like, yeah, this dude, I like, tried to give me some books about yoga. So, uh, I turn around, I think, well, I'm going to talk to this guy about the gospel. And I, I meet him. He, I asked him, I said, so like what you got there? And he puts the books in my hand. He's like three of them. He's like, yeah, I'm just like trying to go out and help people, man. You know, I want to help expand people's consciousness. And uh, if you could give me a donation, it'd be great. It goes for like the, the, the monks up in the mountains, man helps, you know, helps them out. Okay. But I said, like, yes. Yeah, so I, <laughs> so I asked him, I'm, I'm like, so what happens if I like, achieve this state of consciousness or if I if I do what's in these books and he's like well like you have peace and you're happy um you know and like this whole spiel so I said okay uh, so you're like where do the sinful passions come from Jesus said that from a man's heart comes murder you know thief um not thief, theft adultery fornication all these things. So we have a heart problem and Jesus came and died. And I, and I started like going through the gospel. He says, Oh, I see you're a Lutheran. He's like, Lutherans are cool. I'm like, yeah, we're pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I keep on going. I said, so then I go back into it. I'm like, Jesus said that from the heart comes uh, wickedness, fornication, adultery. And I start talking about like the gospel. Jesus died for his sins and he died to destroy death. He's like, no, man, I love Jesus. Jesus is cool. Like, like, now I'm like, well, if you love Jesus, then why aren't you his disciple? He's like, I don't know, man. Just, it's not there yet. You know, maybe one day I can be his disciple like you. I'll, I'll get there. And he's like, I love Jesus, man. I'm like, dude, if you love Jesus, you wouldn't be passing out books with these false gods on them. He's like, no, man, we only believe in one God. Which I one? I said, well, Jesus, <laughs> what? Which one? Yeah, yeah. I said, I said, well, you know, regardless of whatever God you believe in, Jesus said, I'm the only way to God. I'm the only way to the Father. And no man can come to the Father but by me. So I keep on telling him about the gospel. He's like, hey, hey, man. And he takes the books from my hands. And he's like, I just feel like there's so many people around here that need my help, that need to have their consciousness expanded. And uh, <laughs> so he, like, walked off. So he just takes and, them from you. He's like, oh, okay. I yeah, think, like, I think maybe that was a compliment. It's a backhanded compliment. Yeah, maybe. Your consciousness seems to be fairly well expanded already <laughs> there, Henry. Yeah. I'll just yeah, take I, these books back. <laughs> yeah. Either I'm just like overflowing with consciousness or I have none. Yeah. Like, you know, Hindu street preacher. That's a yeah, new one. I've never heard that, of a Hindu street preacher. New one. But that's, you know, on the, on the campus where I work, I think I've seen these guys before too. Because they like bow, like when they try to get people books, and uh, well, it's kind of strange. Because um, you know, typically Near Eastern religions aren't very um, evangelistic. But, I mean, they're very syncretic. I mean, they, yeah. they they give their message out in other ways, but it's not usually like door to door or let me give you a tract kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but so, do you think that there's a seed there? Do you think that that something happened? Well, he heard the gospel either way. So, all right. Never know. 
Okay, well then, actually, now see, now that's a good segue. That's nothing like the what was it before? Never mind. The, <laughs> that's that's nothing like the 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 other segue because you know it's a, a little bit of a criticism from somebody. I'm just going to leave their their name out of it for the time being because it's it is to be put in your place a little bit for somebody it's, to say, yeah, you did several episodes wait, there where you did nothing about wait, a Lutheran perspective on anime. So wait, 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 is this the same person that had you drive all the way up to the no. thing? No, actually oh, yeah. he's no, that person's never, he knows that, that we do the show has never listened to it. So you haven't, you haven't forced him into it yet. I have not forced him yet. Although I've played him the intro at one point and he was like, what was that? It's <laughs> like that's the intro for the show. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> it's time for angel repair juice, and he's like, "What is that?" <laughs> it's like us. It's us having a good time because you know if you're going to do a show like this one, there's not. It's it's not as though I can play like hymns and then say, "Now everybody." We're going to talk about anime from a Lutheran yeah. perspective. <laughs> it's just not going to work. You just got to no. like do this the best you can. So, so, okay. Now that the season is over with, I'm going to pick two of them out of the list that I watched this, this last season, Charlotte and Roka no Yusha. And that one's, that was Brave of the Six Flowers. Uh, we'll get to that one in a second. But, uh, did you, did, we discussed this a little bit about the premise of this show. Remember, there's like, me, me and you, Henry, we, we talked about, there's all of these, um, these, um, these basically teenagers that are manifesting these powers. It sounds like X-Men at the, very, X-Men. very, very much like X-Men, excepting of course that their powers are like, they're weird. Like, uh, for instance, um, the, uh, the class president at the school that, that they, that they transfer to, you know, this, this story. Well, here, let me do this right. The story centers around this, this one kid, Yu Otosaka, and he, he seems to have this power where he can possess people. And he, but he can only do it for like five, six seconds. And then, then, then it breaks. Um, while he's possessing someone else, he falls, his, his, his body falls asleep. So it's not this very, on its face, it doesn't seem like it could be very useful, except that he learns that if he's being, like, ganged up on by bullies, he can possess one of them and have that person punch the other person and then cause a fight amongst them. And then when he wakes up, he can sort of sneak off. You know, that's about the best he can do with it, right? So, you know, at, at the, at the beginning of this, he, he, um, well, he's, he meets, uh, you know, Tomori and her power is that, you know, she can make herself invisible to one person at a time. And that's it. And, and it's, it's stuff like that. But here's what happens with this story. I really like this. It winds up being a kind of gospel story because the, the, the unlikely person, you, you, you know, that not you, Henry, but you, you, Otosaka, he's, oh. he's winds up going on a mission to save everybody and only he can do it and in order to do it he has to take from people something that's causing them to basically live out a living hell sounds very gospel yeah it was it was really cool it gets to the end of it he goes it was Tomori that, that suggested said since you can do there's something that he can do 
I might as well spoil it here. His power wasn't to possess. His power was plunder. When he does that, he takes their power away from them, whatever it is, and it becomes his. Oh. (laughs) So, so in order to save everybody, and there's a whole, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that comes out of this, but in order to save everybody, he decides that he's going to go to everyone and take their power away from them, whatever it might be. And it might be something awful. It, the list is like, is like crazy. Now, imagine this. And here's, here's the part that made me think, yeah, somebody might not be a Christian writing the story, but they're definitely sort of thinking about this and about the implications of it. Because as he keeps acquiring powers, he becomes more and more like a god. Mm. But that's not a good thing because this weight that he has on himself at the end is like a heavy, heavy weight, you know, <laughs> and and you got to watch it at least because here's something that we don't get that we get here in the United States due to Crunchyroll that they don't get in Japan. The, the final episode plays over here, but they don't get to see it until it comes out on the Blu-rays and DVDs. What? Yeah, that's Whoa. how's that for? I did not know. I got to this last episode, and it was like you know, it's sort of ending, and it's like, yeah, that seems like a pretty. Eh, it's it's one of those kinds of endings that you know makes you go, yeah, that seems kind of satisfying. And then suddenly, in the feed, pops up episode thirteen, and I go, that was, that's not even supposed to be there. What's going on? Oh, the rest of the world gets to see it. Japan doesn't. Not until it comes out on, not, not until it, it's blocked in Japan. They can't see it. <laughs> so. How about that for pushing DVD sales, right? So, so, now, see, and here is the reason why we do a show like this one. So, cause, cause I'm always, there's a reason why I'll talk about that in a minute, but the, I'm always sort of thinking about, and it's, it's because the, the, the gospel, the way it's proclaimed in the Reformation, the way it's proclaimed in the, in, from a Lutheran perspective, the gospel is, um, makes you very interested in the gospel and there and it's not just an anime we're doing an anime show about it but i could actually do this in books and stuff like that and say here's an aspect of the gospel just showing up there and here's an aspect it's just it's really important to me well i mean if if you listen to issues etc every every week or every at least every month they they have a fellow yeah they have a fellow on there that does it with movies so it's it's not what we're doing here really isn't that unusual but here's one of those. It's like, oh, and he's got, wow, he's got to try and save these people using this, these abilities, and it's like killing him over time. <laughs> that was really cool. Now here, now here, like green mile. huh? Kind of sounds like the Green Mile in a way. Eh, sort of, except that it's got this whole other bent going for it. You know, I'm, I don't want to like overspoil it. So you know, go to Crunchyroll today. Um, you know, get on there. You can at least look at the first episode. The first episode will make you go, what on earth? This isn't what Matthew said it was. Yeah, it. they do intentionally front load the show. And what I mean by that is, is there's a lot of stuff that happens in the beginning that seems meaningless right now. But in view of the end of it, suddenly all of that's got a whole new meaning. I call that front loaded. Whenever you, When a show's front loaded like that, you'll see, go back and watch it again and you go, oh... Now I know. Now I know why that's there. Yes. So just run with that one. Now, Roka no Yusha. Now here is another way of talking about the gospel. 
because what this is is also talking about what God does and how he does it. And he tends to use the most unlikely people. This, the way this story goes is that like in every generation, there's six brave warriors that are chosen by the goddess, the quote unquote goddess. You don't know, you don't find anything out about this goddess, only that they're chosen to fight off the awakening of the demon king. Okay, because he's going to wake up and he's going to send the demons out and they're going to go out and destroy everything, right? At the beginning of it, Adelaide, who who proclaims himself to be the strongest man in the world, finds himself chosen to, you know, to to be, but he also finds himself to be under suspicion because there's only supposed to be six braves and whenever they come to the place that they're all supposed to meet together, there's seven. Now, this is what I mean by the thinking about the gospel because they picked people. There was an assassin that was sent out by the demon king to try and kill prospective braves. So that, you know, and what's left is like this really motley bunch of, of people that gets chosen, including, now this is my favorite part, including the person that was the assassin gets picked. Okay. <laughs> including the in other words and and this is the reason why i mentioned it because you don't you they don't really tell you anything about this goddess except this that that this and let's think about god would pick people that are you know when you look at the old testament some of these people are the least of all people you know one person in in this group is an is already an assassin that's that's who he is but he gets picked to be part of the braves that goes to stop this you know the the group is a very strange group of people some of them look like they might be great fighters some of them look like it's a waste of time oh i mean look at the disciples yeah yeah and and you know that that aspect and here's what somebody say oh i don't understand how that's the gospel because this is like when when god does things unilaterally you know he saves unilaterally we do respond when the Holy Spirit comes in and we hear the preaching of the word and we do respond to that, but we wouldn't without God acting unilaterally first. It's not as though we are going out going, Hey, you know, I, I would just love it. I know there are a lot of Christians that think that this is the case, but it's not that we go out looking for God. He comes looking for us. Jesus says, you did not choose me. No, I no. chose you. <laughs> no, 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 no. His brother, the devil has one vote against you, but God has one vote cast for you. Now you have the final vote. Yeah, we've heard that one before. Yeah, of course, if I have the final vote, the vote's going to be no. <laughs> Outside of God acting. No, no matter know. how much you may think you want to vote yes. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. And if you, <laughs> and if you want to know, and if you want to know if that's true or not, just Honest, honestly, look at your daily life. How many times have you told God no? In spite of your the fact that you know that you believe and all that, but how many times have you done that? Be yeah. honest with yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, and, then, and you're regenerate. <laughs> yeah. Now think about the unregenerate. You know. Well, they always say no. That's the that's yeah. the trick. Is they always say no. You know, it's it's it just like that guy, the one that you were the the one that took the books back from you, the the Hindu the the Hindu street preacher. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said no. Yeah. I mean, there might be a seed planted there. The Holy Spirit works faith whenever and wherever it pleases him to. But this guy, he's like, no, 
Yeah. Notice it's like, well, one of these days I might be a disciple of Jesus's. It's like, well, what makes you think that today's not a good day? Yeah. Or yeah. wait, 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 man. I love Jesus. I I'm love still, Jesus, but I'm still going to worship these false deities. I'm still going to, you know, hand out the yoga books. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that's, not that I, and, and, and it is not that I, I don't know about Henry, but it's not that I have something against yoga. I mean, to be honest with you, stretching is good for you. Yeah, it's just the other, you know, it's just like, wait a minute, why are you making it a dichotomy of, I'm going to go with this and not this? I mean, Jesus yeah. is the one that says that, you know, the I, I have, in my death and resurrection, flung open the doors of heaven, and I'm saying, come on, I have done this. This is done. It's a done deal. You know, you don't have to stretch. You don't have to like yeah. learn all of these different things. You don't have to. The secret knowledge is not necessary because the secret is already. It's not even a secret. We're screaming it from the from the mountaintop, saying, "You know, you are one of them." In other in other words, you wake up one day and you've got the mark of the of the six braves on your on your <laughs> on your hand or whatever. It says, "Wait a minute, why did I get picked?" <laughs> Why is it but, me? But, I mean, why do you, <laughs> this kind of sounds like hyper Calvinism, though. Yeah, well, selection apart from means. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, well, sort of, <laughs> sort of. Except that you do have to, you, you do have to understand that there is a a unilateral move there, because otherwise okay. nobody would nobody would be interested in in worshiping god there's the other if he didn't act first we wouldn't we just wouldn't do it yeah even, you know? even if we wanted to we wouldn't have the power to yeah know? that's the trick we might we, we we would just be like that guy who's always saying no yeah you know, and, and every christian in this world has run into somebody that always says no yeah you know so the way you can divide it out is a person who says yes you can say, well, the Holy Spirit's working there for somebody. And it's not as though the Holy Spirit's not working with the person who's saying no, but, you know, it's always the fault of the person who says no. Yeah. You know, it's always, if you say no, it was of your own free will to do so. That's, that is where your, your free will always goes. It's like, oh, God, no, no, I'm not going to do that. No. Go to church? No, I'm not going to do that. I don't have to go to church to do that. You know? Yeah. That stuff starts to get scary, you know, when somebody's yeah. saying no, 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 you know, so, yeah. but God you know, comes in and says yes. So <laughs> it's interesting because how I actually even found out about you, Matthew, was, was with this whole issue of free will, because I was having a really hard time with that. Um, being raised a, um, an Armenian, um, free will is always kind of taken for granted. You know, you choose. Yeah. So I got on the old iTunes podcast. Uh, app that I was searching for decision theology and radical grace had a an episode on that yeah. dedicated only to uh, decision theology and that really helped me that's how I got connected with Matthew but you know like when we talk about free will I think we need to understand that that God made free will and that God in a sense leaves free will open why because he asks us to choose the reason we don't have free will is, is not in a sense, not because of God, um, even though there's another sense in which no one has free will because only God can have a free will. So we have free will in as much as God has permitted us to be free. But the reason we don't have free will is not because God wants to control everything, um, even though he does. It's because you know man's fallen into sin. Yeah. 
and that it, warps it everything. Act freely. Yeah. yeah. What whatever will you have now is always bent toward evil. Yeah, it's not even so much like whether the will is free; it's whether the will is good or bad. Yeah, it's yeah, not as though it's not as though this wilting flower can just suddenly straighten up all on its own. Yeah, you know, it just it just isn't going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you know? it's not like it's not like you do what you don't want to do. You, know, you do what you want to do. I said, like, what motivates you to do is bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's where that discussion kind of lies. You know, I, think, I still think people want to think that their wills is kind of neutral and God or the devil has to tug you one way or the other. No, I mean, you just do whatever you want, but whatever you want to do is just bad. And you really don't think about it until you hear God's law. Then you feel condemned. Yeah. And it dawns on you, oh, wait, this this is really bad. Then you hear the gospel. And yeah. You know, Let me ask you a question. So long, so long. Okay, yes. Do you have the ability, do, do you have Netflix? I've never asked this. Oh, no, I don't. I mean, I I could probably get it on my phone, but I I don't have it. You don't have it. Okay. Because this was the easiest way for me to get – because let me – you'd make the connection, but there is a a actual reason, and I'm not going to get to talk a whole lot about this because we're running out of time, but I at least want to do this. There was – part of the reason why whenever you suggested doing a show about this, I wanted to do it is because back in 2011 – you know, and this is when the Tohoku um, earthquake and tsunami happened. Um, I came across um, a report about a uh, an anime show that actually got postponed a week due to the earthquake. And when I read about the show and what you know was going on at the, it was the last episode of the show that got postponed. Is that in the climax of that, there's this catastrophe going on that resembles a lot like the thing that happened. And I said to myself. Oh, well, I'm going to have to watch this show because coincidences, coincidences like that just don't happen very often. So what, you know, what's, what's going on? That show, the name of it is Poela Magi Madoka Magica. Okay. And the reason, yeah. that, and, and I wanted you to see if you could find some way to watch this so they could talk about this, um, in the next time because this, the reason why I wanted to do it is because it is a story written by somebody who is a philosopher. That's what he was first and foremost. He was a philosopher. But he winds up being, you know, I mean, there's not much use for philosophy in just everyday life. So he winds up being a writer. And he writes all kinds of different stories. He's tasked with writing a magical girl show. And in his, but in this, he has wound up in there the gospel, the little mermaid, Faust, and Sisyphus, not, and that's just, the beginning of the different kinds of stories that he put together in this. And I got Ted Geese to watch this. Okay. I got him, I got him to watch it. He actually bought the movies, the two, the two movies. And he was impressed because if it's not somebody retelling the gospel, if it, if it isn't, then it sure is another coincidence. And that's, and, 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 you know, that's the reason why, because for next time, I would like it if you could have could have watched it. I don't know if you're going to be able to do it or not. But, I, I may be able to pull it up. Okay. So we're coming up on the end of the hour here, and we touched on some gospel and anime. Imagine yeah. that. So so next time on, well, I don't even know what we're going to do on Angel Repair Juice next time. But my name is Matthew Pancake, and my name's Henry Bolt. And come back and listen to us next time for more Angel Repair Juice. Repair Juice.